If you're ready to blast through, defy the odds, and be the 1%, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to The 1% Life with Johnny Dillon, where you will learn how to master your mind, elevate your sales, and live the 1% life. What's going on, rock stars? Welcome back to this episode of Mindset Monday, how top reps win and not choke at month end. I hope you all had an incredible holiday weekend with your families and really ready to get back into it at full speed. Today's topic is a timely one. If you're listening to it as this episode is being released, which is what I highly recommend, or if you're at any point in the month or even in some point in 2018 and you're hearing this for the first time, It's applicable to being able to turn up the speed, stay focused, and not choke at any point in your month as well. So if you've ever struggled with staying focused throughout the month, have found yourself starting super strong, for example, anticipating a crazy good sales month, and then you hit a brick wall that just keeps getting bigger and you can't figure out how to get over it or through, today's episode is for you. Perhaps you began a month super strong and felt destined to end at top level, yet it was becoming crystal clear that the wind in your sail just came to a complete stop and you find yourself turning in circles and lost at sea. If that's ever been the case for you, or maybe you're there right now, you'll find value in today's episode. Maybe you've repeatedly started strong month after month and you routinely choke it right at the end, just when you're so close to getting to that next bonus level, like maybe even less than a deal away. It was so close you could reach out and grab it, yet you can't seem to ever get there. It's a repetitive thing for you, perhaps, that just keeps happening. Or maybe you've been trying to hit a new stretch goal and you routinely seem to fall short You've been trying to hit this for a few months now and you just can't seem to get there. No matter how good it feels leading up to it, you'll want to stay tuned. If any or all of these scenarios I just mentioned apply to you, I suggest you pay close attention, shut out any and all distractions, grab a a pen and your Mindset Monday notebook dedicated to your personal growth and listen to this episode to the very end. So before we dive in, for those who don't know me, my name is Joni Dillon. As a peak performance coach and sales trainer, I help high-ticket sales reps break through and become the top 1%. I spent years as a 1%er selling and closing nearly 100% of my own deals month after month in a crazy industry called Timeshare. Most of you here are from that industry and you completely understand making multiple six figures a year and taking a minimum of 12 to 16 weeks off every single year to travel the world and live the life I preached. And for all you timeshare reps listening, you know what they say. If you can sell timeshare, you can sell anything to anybody since nobody goes in to buy or upgrade. Yet there are millions of happy owners out there because some rep just like you never gave up on them. I have since dedicated my life after leaving the industry to study the brain and its impact on results, why some do and why most 
don't and have been mentored by some of the leading neuroscience experts in the world. Also, I can help my clients and you all achieve incredible results and become the 1%. As I say, it's a journey. I'm certainly on it and I'd like to take you along for the ride. So thank you so much for joining me today. Now let's get in to this very powerful topic of how top reps win and not choke at month end. I'm a firm believer that if you can master this one skill of finishing strong, not choking, but finishing through strong to the end, you will be a one percenter and will hit your goals month after month, no matter what. So let's really begin to define the problem. Let's begin by defining the problem at hand so we can get clear on what's really happening when we choke and how, and then we'll get into how to fix it. So let's talk about why reps choke, why you have maybe even choked in the past. And, and if one of the biggest reasons why people choke as the month end nears is because of a thing called performance anxiety. Performance anxiety kicks in and their energy changes on the table. Right? Just when you know there's a deadline approaching, don't you seem to just feel different knowing that month end is near? It's a very different feeling than the first of the month. Would you agree? So when that imminent deadline begins approaching closer and closer, what happens is that performance anxiety kicks in and that vibe switches up. Our energy, our energetic vibe I often speak of, switches up from relaxed and in flow to panicked and anxious. And at the bottom bottom of it all is fear. People feel it. Your tours feel it. And that pressure to perform becomes unbearable for so many people. They're focusing on the what if I don'ts too much What if I don't hit my goal? What if I don't pull off a good month? What if I can't do it? That they create a self-fulfilling prophecy. They create a self-fulfilling prophecy. And the truth of the matter is, is that not everyone does this and not everyone does it every time. So what we're going to get to today, to the bottom of, is why this happens, because I always say awareness is key and what you can do about it, how to actually stop this from happening so you can finish your month strong. And and so another thing that happens is that reps begin to cut corners. They start cutting corners at the end of the month. And it's usually not a very conscious activity. It's not a very conscious thing. It's just something that happens because again, that imminent deadline is approaching and in their minds at an unconscious level, they want to rush to the sale. They want to rush to the product. So not giving everyone inevitably, what happens is they're not giving everyone 100% out of fear of having limited time and tours, right? If you know you've got three days left in the month or five days left in the month or even one day left in the month, 
there is an unconscious thing, and you're probably pretty conscious of it at that point, that time is limited, time is of the essence, and you better work smart. I agree with that. I agree with that. But working smart is not the same as cutting corners. This underlying fear, right? That performance anxiety, there's what's behind that anxiety that shifts the energy on the table that your tours are feeling is that your prospects are feeling is that underlying fear of being unable to perform, of not performing. And that fear will destroy you. It will destroy your month. Let's start with day. It will destroy your day, which will destroy your week, which will destroy your month. And it often destroys careers. It will be the reason why this story continues for you, that it will continue to happen to you month after month and even outside of this industry, well beyond your tenure here, well beyond in other areas and aspects of your life. It is absolutely essential to master the skill of being able to finish when things get tough, when the deadline approaches, when it nears. So here's the thing. There are two types of people out there when it comes to really pulling off or for when it comes to sales, let's just call it. There are starters and there are finishers or closers. So there are starters and then there are finishers or you can call them closers. Starters are great at starting things, just like it sounds. When the pressure is off, it's the first of the month. They're good at starting. They go off to, they can often start off with a bang because all of a sudden the pressure is off. They couldn't do it on the 28th, the 29th, the 30th, or the 31st of the month. But come the first, boom, something shifts and they're totally free and they're starting strong. But when it comes down to pressure, perhaps that's timing pressure, perhaps that's um, an outside influence or force that could be impacting their performance, could have the ability to impact their performance, right? We all respond to things differently, whether we choose to let something impact us or whether we choose to let it fuel us forward is, uh, is our own agenda. But these starters, starters can't hang. They can't hang. So they, they often start strong, start well, and even kind of continue decently well throughout the month. You might think they're going to pull off a great month, but they can't finish. They don't finish. And that's why they often stay at performing at a mediocre level, at a mediocre level. Let's be honest, okay? And so... Closers, on the other hand, or finishers, I like the word closers, closers rise to the occasion when the pressure is on. They take pressure as a game, a mind, a mental game, and an opportunity to show everyone what they're truly made of. They're, they're really to show themselves what they're made of. It's their opportunity to show up and surpass everyone's expectations always keeping their eye on the prize. 
Closers take their time. They don't cut corners. They work smart. They work smart, yet always trusting their process, knowing that if they cut corners just because of where they are in the month means that they will inevitably lose deals. So closers are very well aware of what their process looks like and stay bound to it to a T, meaning they're not going to cut corners. And we'll talk about a little bit more of what that looks like in just a moment. But they always believe in their ability, their personal ability to perform. They demand more of themselves than anyone else that even it comes close to expecting of them. Closers are harder on themselves than anyone else. The 1% is the hardest on themselves than their manager, than their TO, than their director or VP, than their significant other. They know when they're not performing and they know that they need to turn it up. Winning becomes an addiction for the finisher. Winning becomes an addiction, which is why they do it so often. That feeling of being number one, it's highly, it's highly addictive. And that's why they'll do anything to get back that fix, that high, or that satisfaction of doing it again and again and again. And for you one percenters out there, you know what I mean. It feels damn good when you finish number one and it becomes an expectation. Perhaps it's a crude crude analogy, but it's real. It's real. On a physiological level, it's real as well. It becomes an addiction. You see, there, you know, without going into it, but there are chemicals that are released in your body when you finish number one, when you win and 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 place number one. There are massive chemicals that are being fired off in your body that become an addiction. You see, you can't understand that addiction of winning until you've actually done it. And then once you've done it, you need to repeat it. And you repeat it until it's in your blood, until winning is in your blood until winning becomes an expectation, a duty, your obligation. Until winning becomes your obligation. And that's why the 1% continue to produce results month after month after month, even if they're out of flow, They know how to get back in flow and how to turn it up because winning to them is not a choice. It's their obligation. The 1% are great at staying calm and collected no matter where they are in the month. If they're out of flow or if they're in flow, they're still aware of what they're physically doing, their energy, their physiology, and how it's impacting others. They're calm and cool, and they stay in 
flow, perhaps they can be off too. Of course they can. But their level of awareness is heightened compared to the rest. But turning up the intensity of that energy, that physiological energy, that focus, and that expectation is what happens as the month end approaches. And when I say turning up the intensity, I don't mean the pressure on their tour. It's an expectation, again, to perform. They never give up on their month. They never come to a point, even if they're not off to a good start or after, if they're after a crappy beginning, mid, middle even. They don't give up on their month and say, oh, I'm just going to write this one off. Next month's my month. But I'm telling you that the average rep, the 99% of reps out there do. They do, whether it's conscious or not, whether there's an actual awareness to it or not. They give up on themselves. They give up on their month. They're mission-driven. The average rep wants, the average rep wants to get even. They want to prove to others that they can. Right? If you're beginning in this industry, or maybe you've been out of a slump for, you've been in a slump rather for a while, or you're just not there. The average rep wants to get even. They want to prove to others that they can do it. So 1% do not want to be at the same level as anyone else, which is what Getting even, even, really means. The 1% expect, they have an expectation to be ahead, to get ahead. Why get even when you can get ahead? And that's their mentality. The next thing that makes reps choke at at month end is they begin prejudging their guests before they even sit down. They take their eye off the prize. If it's not coming quickly enough and month end is approaching, they begin to prejudge instead of believing that their process will get them there. Their process will get them there. So when you take your eye off the prize, And you start to control the process. You take your eye off the prize and you start to control the process. For example, let's say you, you know, you're all about your goals. You've been following me for a while and you're writing down your goals and you're focused on them and you're saying them daily and writing them daily. And you go into work with the mindset. You go into the office with the mindset that you're going to sell X dollars in volume today, a certain number of points or weeks per day, right? Per day leading up until, or X sales per day. Um, You know, maybe it's, I'm going to sell two deals a day. Uh, or a deal a day, or if you're in telesales, perhaps it's I'm going to you know close three sales every single day from now until the end of the month, and you don't do that, what happens is 
by attempting to control the process and how you get to the outcome, you're sabotaging your results. So hopefully you've listened to the episode, I think it's episode 004, How to Hit Your Goals and End 2017 on Fire. If you've listened to that, you remember, you'll recall that there's an infinite number of possible pathways to the outcome. Every single month is different. You don't finish the month with the same number of deals, perhaps, or the same number of uh, the same quantity of volume per deal, or you got a deal on the first that maybe was $100,000 and you ended the month at $250,000 or $400,000, whatever it is for you. But another month, you might not have started your month till the 16th of the month. See, there's an infinite number of pathways to get to the outcome. So my question to you is, why try to control it? By saying what you're going to absolutely do every single day Because when it doesn't happen, let me tell you what happens in just a moment. But first, I'm going to tell you about um, an individual who works in telesales, upgrades owners on the phone, who I had a conversation with, and this is months ago, and I actually just had a different, separate conversation with someone else uh, about a week ago who's doing the same thing, same exact thing. So it's happening out there. And I want you to be aware of it in case it's you. But I, I was speaking with this person on the phone and, um, and he was telling me about how he writes out every single deal that he needs to get to get to his goal. I need to sell X number of this, uh, X number of deals that are of this type, meaning this number of points, which equals this volume and so on and so on. And he'll cross them off as he does it. But taking it a step further, he would do that by the day, by the day. So there's a couple things that happens here. Number one, you're not being present to the actual needs of the person you are trying to serve. You're rather trying to push your own agenda. Not very helpful when it comes to relating to the person on the other end of the phone or the other end of the table when you do that. You might not be serving them in the best possible the highest capacity. In fact, you're probably not. Probably not. Secondly, secondly, when you leave the end of the day and you said, I'm going to have, I'm going to sell a deal a day or two deals a day until the end of the month. And you don't do that even for one day. It's great until it's not right. The moment you stop or this type of deal you know, X number of points or weeks, whatever it is for you. When you don't, you feel like a failure. You know, I asked this person, I said, you know, let's call him Mark. Mark, what happens when you leave at the end of the day? What was the last time that you actually, (laughs) rewind, when was the last time that you actually sold or finished a day that looked like what you anticipated it was going to. And he says, "Uh, I don't know if I even can recall one. And my follow-up question was, well, how do you feel at the end of the day? He says, I feel like a failure. Not very good to feel like a failure if you're trying to hit a goal and a big one at that. So it's a surefire way to create doubt in your process. 
to create the, just plant a little seed of doubt. That is all that you need. That's all your unconscious mind needs is just one little tiny seed, one little speck of doubt. Plant that seed of doubt and it will germinate and grow and become a weed. So we don't want that to happen. So stop trying to control the process of how you get to the outcome. Just focus on the outcome. I hope that makes sense for you all. And they don't have a proper strategy. Reps who choke at the end of the month don't have a proper strategy when it comes to goal setting. And therefore, they're not course correcting along the way. See, often we need to look at our goals. We need to do a check-in process and we need to look at it and say, okay, where am I at and where did I say I wanted to be? And what's my level of certainty? What I want you to do, I go into this really deeply, really deeply in podcast episode four, zero, zero, four. Um, if you're listening to this prior to the beginning of the year, it is in um, the SoundCloud, um, on my SoundCloud page. Otherwise, it will be in iTunes or uh, uh, Stitcher. So look for it. How to hit your goals and finish 2017 on fire. It's applicable to any month, any month, not just the end of, from now until the end of the year. So they start doubting that they can, if they can. And whether it's conscious or not, meaning whether there's an actual awareness of it or not, it's irrelevant. It's still happening behind the scenes at an unconscious level that's creating that self-sabotage. Okay, it's creating that self-sabotage. So that's really what's happening when you or anyone around you starts a month well and can't turn up the fire, can't turn up the flame at the end of the month, and you choke. So how do we, how do we, now that we're aware of what's, what's happening, now that we're aware of the problem that exists, again, whether it's conscious or not, there's a level of awareness that needs to be there in order to fix anything, or we continue to do you know, what's maddening, and that's not hitting, hitting our goals. We continue to fail or be, or just be the status quo, right? Why finish at 100K every month, 150K every month when you can finish at 300 or 400K a month? And that is being able to turn it up at the end and not choke. So let's talk about how. So the first thing that you want to do, and make sure you write these things down, you want to get clear on what happens. Clarity is key. What happens when you don't show up and hit your goals? Let's, let's explore that a little bit. So who will it affect? Who will it impact when you don't show up? When you don't hit your goals, let's just call it if you don't hit your goals, is that impacting a particular individual or individuals in your life? Think about that right now. Is it impacting a significant other? I don't care if you're not married, significant other. 
spouse, children, grandchildren you promise something to, significant others you promise something to, maybe a trip or a nice you know, reward. Who is that impacting? What bills aren't going to get paid? What house are you going to have to put off buying? What car will you not be able to get again? What life will you have to put on hold? So who will it affect? What will it impact specifically? Who will you let down? And hopefully that's partly yourself. And what will happen as a result of you choking and not turning it up at the end? And I want you to write a list of 50 reasons. Hey, I asked one of my coaching clients to write 50 reasons and she came up with 101. I loved it. 50 reasons right after this ends. Listen to the end. But right after this ends, I want you to write 50 reasons out why you absolutely must show up and hit your goals this month. Why it's not a good idea. Why it's not, it would be nice if. Why it's not a should, but why it's a must. What does Tony Robbins say? Turn your shoulds into musts. When you turn your shoulds into musts, I don't know the rest of the quote, but turn your shoulds into musts and your level of performance will greatly increase. Hands down. And read that list daily. It's not enough to just write it. Be connected with it. Engage with it. Read that list daily. And write a new one out monthly at the beginning of every month. Things change in your life. Dynamics change. Guess what? When you start hitting your goals every month, life changes. Your expectations for yourself get higher. Your standards for yourself get higher. So your whys become greater in many ways, or at least they change. And allow it by reading it to yourself. And, you know, maybe it's the end of your day. If you didn't perform. Or at the end of your night. Read that list out loud. Just read it. I don't care if you read it out loud. Just read it and allow it to generate that fire from within, that fire in your belly that the 1% have. Naturally, they've created it. To motivate you to kick some ass each and every month. No one else's but your own. Number two, so these are five things I'm going to give you on how to, how you can finish strong this month or any month and not choke at the end. So number two, don't strive to prove something by getting quote unquote even to to just simply meet the status quo. The status quo sucks, guys. The status quo in this industry sucks. I'll be honest. I'm being totally blunt. It's why the 99% make no money. They have high highs and low lows. 
mostly lows, perpetually frustrated and stressed financially and emotionally, barely able to meet, make ends meet. Don't strive to just get even or to meet the status quo. Make it your mission to get ahead by turning up that hunger so that your competition isn't even an object in the equation. Your success does not depend on your competition. You're far ahead of them. And they're always in your rear view mirror. So far back, so small, you can barely see them. Compete with no one but yourself. Because if you're competing with the next person at the store or the top person at the store, you're setting your standards too low. Yeah, you're setting your standards too low. Who's to say that that's your cap? Who's to say that just because nobody has yet beat that record that you can't? Remember Roger Bannister and the four-minute mile? Nobody thought they could run a mile in four minutes until he did. And then there was some crazy number of people who did it within the next few years. I don't know, like 30 or some, some crazy number of people. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're running the four-minute mile. Roger Bannister didn't compete with the next best. He competed with himself to be the best, to surpass all records, to be number one, to set new industry standards. Why? Because he could. And you can too. So this is a mindset thing. Don't just prove something to someone else. Compete with no one but yourself, but your absolute best self every month. Three, don't prejudge your tours based on what they look like, what they tell you or what their quote-unquote history of their ownership says if they're an owner or who they just spoke to last week or last month what they walk in the door saying to you, what they're not going to do. When I say don't cut corners, I mean give everyone a full presentation at month end. Everyone. Not 98% of the people you speak with. 100. Love the one you're with. Trust me. You are missing deals. My old boss, Christopher Faddick, Chris Faddick, I also call him Fatty for those of you who know. (laughs) Fatty used to say, if you don't think they can be sold, I promise you I will find someone who can. I will find someone who can sell them. And I've held on to that my entire career. Well, since, you know, he came into my career, my world. But you got to believe that. Everyone can be sold, no matter what they say, no matter what their resources look like. And I believe that with everything. And so part of that 
not prejudging your tours is aim to lengthen your presentation, not shorten it. Because naturally, you're going to want to shorten it at month end. You're going to want to cut corners. You're want, going to want to, um, you know, do a shorter warm up or discovery and get into it because maybe there's a ton of tours for the day. Who cares? You're going to miss all of them, I guarantee you, if you cut corners. You'll miss your deals. I never cut corners. And maybe to my fault, but I think it perhaps helped. I don't care what they were saying. I don't care what money they said they didn't have. It's going to create a need, create a connection, and find a way to make it happen. So aim to spend more time creating rapport as you as you're not you're lengthening your presentation, spend more time creating rapport and more time in your warm up and more time in your discovery and not rushing to product. At month end, take your time. Fatty used to say, Joni, become a tippanyaki grill. <laughs> what that means is stick your back to the back of that chair longer than you even feel necessary. I used to shoot for like 30 minutes if I was out of flow and just my warm-up. Features and benefits don't sell this. True rapport, connection, and trust as their advisor and their advocate does. True problem solving does. And that only comes from having a detailed, thorough discovery that you didn't rush so you could get back on the wheel, so you could get another tour. If you do that, you've already failed before you began. And four, make it your mission. Make it your mission to feel good often. To feel good often. As the end of the month approaches, and look, this is, I'm a firm believer this is, should be your mission each and every day. It's what I strive to do. How can I feel my best? And that's part of that, a big part of that is just being happy. You got to be happy to be good at this game. You got to be happy to be a top performer. You got to be happy to be a one percenter. You got to find that inside. When you make it your mission to feel good often, you're at work at month end, throughout the month, and your head is down. You are not having an open invitation to everyone who is not selling to come and speak with you. You're in the break room or you're at your desk. You, your door is shut if you have an office and you're so lucky to have one. You, you or your head is down. You are reading or, or something positive. You are listening to positive audio. I don't care if it's my course or someone else's program. You are doing, listening to something, filling your mind and with something positive to keep you in a positive state, a high frequency, a peak state to put you there. You're eating well. Look, if you're not eating well, a lot of you don't know what eating well even looks like, but, and that's okay, but it's important to feed your body so you can feed your mind because that's what you're doing before you go out on tour. 
keep some nuts in the office, keep some snacks, keep some greens. I know it feels like torture to some of you, but that's, yeah, I literally, I'll tell you, before I got on this podcast, I just shoved a bunch of greens like arugula and kale and I don't know what was in there in my mouth and had a banana. Like that's what I just did to be able to, you know, to be able to bring it for you guys on this because I felt my energy waning. So you have to be observant of that, aware of that, not drinking rock star energy drinks and, and that horrible crap that is not serving you. I know it feels like it in the moment, but it's not. Eat well in the morning to have a good day and bring snacks throughout the day, okay? So it's your mission to feel good often. Now, here's what that also entails. Sleeping well, sleeping well early, not at, you know, late at night. Ooh, something's sending me an alert. Apparently it agreed. That was actually my alarm. <laughs> sleeping well and, and getting enough hours to sleep in. You got if you have to put your timer on to sleep, your alarm on to tell you to go. These new iPhones have this. You can set your um, your sleep schedule. If you want a certain number of hours of sleep, it will tell you an hour ahead of time that you need to go to bed now. You need to get ready for bed so you can have your seven or eight hours of sleep. I believe for me, I need eight or more. And no BS combos with your significant other or anyone in your life before work. No combos that will throw your head off. It was so huge, so important for me to go into work with a clear mind, to go into work focused, mission-driven, purpose-driven, focused and energized and positive and happy to hit my goals that day. Look, every day matters. You can't write off a day. You just can't do that as a one percenter. Every single day matters. Some of you have gotten to the end of the month and you've been short of a bonus level by like a quarter of a deal. There's nothing worse than that. Every day matters. So set some guidelines, ground rules with, your, with people in your life that you're not going to have these conversations. It'll have to wait until after work. Have it after work and then put it to rest. Don't go to bed having it because that will be in your mind when you sleep. And last but not least, and then stay through to the end because I'm going to give you something um, pretty neat for those of you who want it. Last but not least is to visualize. This is a game changer. The top achievers in the world, Olympic medal athletes, most successful entrepreneurs and sales professionals and speakers and change makers out there, whoever they are, high achievers, see the end in mind. They visualize before it becomes a reality. You've got to see it, to believe it, to be able to achieve it. Five minutes a day, this is what you're going to do. Make it a practice. Write this down. Five minutes a day. Commit to yourself from now until the end of the month. And for those of you who want to go further, I applaud you. It will equate to your success. Make it a practice. Go for the feeling attached when you accomplish that goal. In your mind's eye, 
You want to see yourself hitting that goal. And it's not enough to just see it. You need to feel it. You need to feel what it feels like when you do. When you do hit that goal. It's that feeling that creates a frequency, a vibrational frequency that emits to the universe and begins that manifestation process. Now, good news. Um, for those of you who are challenged with this, and I know a lot of you are, it's okay. It, I didn't start out a good, strong visualizer. I, <laughs> I couldn't see anything in my mind's eye. I remember in high school, my English teacher was like, okay, close your eyes. Do you, can you see an apple? I was like, no. But I didn't know what I was... Uh, my expectations were so high for the beginning of that process until I mastered it. And worked on it. That's how I got to mastering it every day. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be releasing a series of powerful visualizations that will help reprogram your unconscious mind, that part of your mind that's actually the go-getter, rather than the one that you know, the one who um, conceives of the goal but the one that helps you get that goal that will help you reprogram your unconscious mind to help you become the 1% easily and effortlessly. So I'm going to be releasing that here soon. Um, it'll actually be like a course, but it will be um, ridiculously low priced. Um, so reach out to me if you're interested in that or just subscribe to my mailing list on my website at timesharesalesmastery.com. Timesharesalesmastery.com. And so let me just go through those five again, just what they are. Number one, get clear on what happens when you don't show up and hit your goals. Who will it affect, impact, let down, and what will happen when you don't? And write a list of 50 reasons. Stay connected to those reasons. Keep them with you. Carry them with you. Read them out loud or to yourself every single day. Two, compete with yourself. Be your best self. Compete with your highest self. Don't compete with others. That's a mindset I want you to shift into. We're not just trying to get even. Why get even when you can get ahead? Three, don't prejudge your tours and don't take shortcuts in your presentation because you're prejudging your tours. So I want you to lengthen your presentation, aim to lengthen, because naturally you're going to want to shorten it. Don't. And four, make it your mission to feel good often. Everything from keeping the naysayers and negative people in your office away from you or even those at home away from you and uh, <laughs> or at least controlling the situation when those conversations happen. Listen to positive audio. Do what makes you feel good, whether it's just watching a movie that makes you laugh, getting a massage, rewarding yourself. And five, last but not least, visualize. See the end in mind. See it, believe it, and achieve it. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Mindset Monday and that you are ready to blast through your goals this month and finish 2017 on fire. Lastly, if you did enjoy this episode of Mindset Monday and you want to get your hands on some additional training, free sales training, not very much out there that is free when it comes to what we do. For you timeshare reps out there who sell to first-time buyers or upgrade owners, I have a special masterclass I'd like to invite you to. 
And it's called the five shifts to becoming a peak performer and rockstar closer. So you can sell more deals, change more lives and make crazy timeshare money. The feedback I've received on it is awesome. I'll be hosting a new masterclass soon. So be sure to not miss this one. And um, for you to get access to that, you'll want to go to timesharesalesmastery.com forward slash webinar, timesharesalesmastery.com forward slash webinar. And um, you'll be able to schedule yourself, register yourself for that masterclass. And if you like what you've been learning here on Mindset Mondays, please do me a favor. Um, This is only possible because of great feedback from folks like yourself. So share this with a few friends, coworkers, managers, TOs, directors, whoever you believe could benefit from this also. Don't hoard the information to yourself. Make sure you share it because that is when we truly attract abundance into our life, lives rather than living in scarcity. To your unstoppable success, Rockstar, get out there and create an amazing, get out there and create an amazing day. You certainly deserve it. Until our next episode on Mindset Monday, this is Joni Dillon. Peace. If you enjoyed today's episode of The 1% Life, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. We'll catch you next time.